Unlimited podcast, which is full of podcasts and no sponsors. Yeah. My name is Anna. Across the way, we got... Chris, how you doing? We'll figure out sponsors at some point. Do you think most people call the kitchen table across the way? Uh, I guess it depends on how big the table is. Depends on how big... High five. See if people can hear it. I mean, that's a, that's <laughs> still a way, though, right? It's about three and a half feet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is a way based off of distance, I guess, is the real question. I think when you say across the way, it sounds like at least across the field, something <laughs> across the street. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you still, you still have to walk one way from the other to get to the other side of the table. Two and a half steps and one step for you and you'd be here. <laughs> it's across the way. It's across that way. So what is today's whiskey? I don't know. The bag's there. Okay. I picked wanna... the, I picked okay. the last one. Yeah, but I picked all the ones before that. Okay, go ahead. Dig your hand in the bag. The black bag of whiskeys. Whiskey samples. Gentleman Jack. I've heard of this before. I've not heard of this. You've never heard of Gentleman Jack? I've heard of it. The first time I heard of it was when I bought it. I've never had it. This one is darker than the other one. I will tell you, I had like... Three shots of Jack Daniels before you got home from work. Piss-colored one from last week. How's it smell? I don't know. I couldn't really tell smelling off an empty bottle. How about off your Museum of Sex shot glass? They should sponsor the podcast. This one smells the closest to whiskey. (laughs) Ooh, does it? Yeah. Compared to some of the other ones that we've been drinking, yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. <sighs> Cheers. <laughs> the fuck kind of noise was that? It was a weird aftertaste noise. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Now I feel you know, the flush coming up my neck. Now you know like, why I made that noise. Ugh. Now you know. That's harsh. It wasn't too bad, but it's a little harsh. No, it's definitely harsh. It's definitely harsh. I mean, I'd drink it again, but I'd have to get used to it. I wouldn't. Which one of these would you drink again? <sighs> what was the, the one that... Remember I bought... I grabbed bottles that weren't whiskey. We tried an apple something the other day. Was what that, was that? That was E&J. E&J apple, which we both said was like better than we anticipated. Yeah. Yeah, that one was good. It wasn't mm-hmm. great. I don't know if I could drink that one on the regular, though. Yeah, I don't think any of these have been something I would, like, purposely buy again. That makes sense. So, okay. Tonight's topic is another top five. And tonight, we are rehashing... 90s action movies. Woohoo! There was a lot of action movie stars in the 90s. Do you have a favorite action movie star? Or do you not want to say that because that will uh, inform who some of your favorite action movies are? No. Um, one person that had a lot of movies, but um, he's not a favorite of mine, is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I was never a, a fan of... I wasn't, I'm wasn't. i more of a fan of his movies than I am a fan of him, I realize. Neither for me. Uh, wow. I liked, <laughs> I liked Kindergarten Cop. Wow. And uh, there was actually a movie he did with James Belushi, Red Heat. 
Yeah. Well, that's I like liked... that's like king action movie for for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So that was about that was about it. Um, but I liked uh, Keanu. Uh huh. Who's got a new movie coming out, which is weird, you know, like three decades later. I mean, I I didn't mention it earlier today, but today was the day that I saw it. I was gonna ask. Whew. Some good shit How's right she? there. Cause that is some. She does her thing. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I can't wait for you to watch it. I. I know you don't like going to the movie theaters. We talked about that here, but yeah. that, that's a must she, see it at the theater. I, I would it, go see it at the theater. I don't want to see it when it opens. I don't think that's it's, part of my fear with the yeah, you know. Yeah. Is I feel like I'm waiting for the day that there's gonna be some blockbuster like. Um, oh my god! Why well, I can't think of the name of the movie now. I don't know. Uh, John Wick. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, like John Wick, which is all guns and, you know, blazing guns and stuff like that. Somebody's going to walk in uh-huh. blazing guns and, like, shoot up the theater. That's my... Mm-hmm. No, so okay. I don't want to do that. I want to go on, like, when it's, like, five weeks in on a Sunday morning and everybody... Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's empty. Yeah. Um, no, she, she she was good, though. And Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I, I, li- I like Bruce Willis. There's maybe like a handful of Bruce Willis movies where I'm like, yeah, I really like I don't that like, movie. he's another one like you. I don't like him. Yeah. But the movies were cool. He was always the same guy in the movie. And Wesley Snipes. Now, Wesley, Wesley, and it's weird. Sorry, right, I have to change one because I'm thinking. <laughs> I uh, I really like Wesley Snipes as, a, as an actor. At, at, there was a point though where he was doing all of those movies and they all felt the same. Yes. I finally at work one day put on uh was it Passenger Fifty Seven? I think it was Passenger Fifty Seven. I didn't realize how Wesley Snipes he was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like he was like very raunchy for like a cop who was It's it's not on my list. I actually don't even know what decade was in, but I liked um Murder at Sixteen Hundred. That was good. That if that was if that wasn't late nineties, that might have been early two thousands. Yeah. Because that was in that weird period before he got arrested for mm-hmm. not Tax paying his taxes. Agent. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's got he's got a, a serious you know <clears throat> stack of films that yeah. are just like Black Man Saves the World mm-hmm. again. And it, it his his whole look and his attitude, person, it fits. Yeah, it fits. Well, it so. fit, it fits, but I think the key was that it was also different because I mean before Wesley, we mentioned. You know how many white, white dudes, dudes yep. white brunette guys that were mm-hmm. kind of just the everyman or whatever, yeah. and, and then Wesley had like a style that was his own. He had a he had a. a but that's kind of even though he's white, that's kind of how I look at Keanu Reeves. He's kind of got, I think, because he's skinnier and he doesn't come. You know, he's not that macho. Yeah, but I, I think the difference between Keanu and Wesley is Wesley. Had uh, it's gonna sound so terrible. Wesley but, is intimidating, where Keanu is not. Either. But I was I was gonna say Wesley has more of a personality. Yes, like he Keanu he's, is so laid back. Uh, yeah, he's he, that you, you like to rile him. You feel like you like. Oh my God! I made him mad. Yes, 100%, you know, like, yeah, and and he brings that to it. Like he brings that Wesley. To a lot you of could it. like cross your eyes at him and he, what the fuck is your problem? You know, yeah, like, or he's just gonna have something to say. Like he was really big on uh, his one liners and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had to change one of the movies that were on here. Thinking <laughs> about Wesley. Um, but yeah, you know, as per usual, we pick five of our faves of these and run them down. 
Um, do you want to start or would you like me to start? Ladies first. Ladies first. Actually, my top five is a my first my number five is a is a lady. Who's the lady? Uh, Gina Davis, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Ah, good one. I love that movie. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Yeah, that's a deep. That's a deep. Yes, movie. and they play very well off each other. Yes. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you would <laughs> you would not think to put those two no. together, but it it worked really well. Yeah. yeah. I like the whole you know. She had amnesia, and then little by little, she starts to remember, and turned out she was like this crazy freaking hit woman, and, mm. and she had a kid, and the guy that's trying to kill her doesn't know that the kid she has is his kid, and yeah, it was a lot. There was a lot going on in that film. Yeah, and she like it was very physical. That's low key a Christmas movie, right? It is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We should we should get the convo on that one going. So there you people go. Stop talking about <laughs> Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> But that's that's a good one. That that is a good one. I, I think the um, I don't want to say, the fact that it has a good story elevates it from like a certain level of generic espionage mm-hmm. type films. Um, and yeah, you I mean Gina Davis, Samuel Jackson, like that's uh, two people at least at because that was what like mid nineties. Yes, that was a time where you weren't seeing a lot of action films with that type of leading cast. You weren't seeing anything with women. Yeah. And you definitely weren't seeing other than Wesley. You weren't really seeing much with uh black men. Yeah, and that was early Sam Jack. I mean I think the only other ones I remember with black guys was like the only thing off the top of my head is uh the Lethal Weapon movies. Lethal Weapon, um I think Damon Wayans for like a hot cup of coffee was trying mm-hmm. to make himself a an action star but there's no, Eddie Murphy too, right? Yeah, but it's like I think by the not by this time in the nineties, mm-hmm. Eddie was doing weird shit. Like he had Metro, but that was a little later in yeah. the nineties. And I think he did one of the Beverly Hills Cops, but he was starting to do like that series of like Nutty Professors and, yeah, and Norbit Shrek and all that, yeah, stuff. But he um, was a donkey. Uh, you mentioned Wesley Snipes. I had to put this on my list. It's not, <clears throat> it's not the best movie, but. Demolition Man in terms of action. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I remember going to see that in the theaters when Annalise took me. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra. That was the first time I saw Sandra Bullock. Um, I mean, I'd seen Sylvester Stallone and everything. Just like the whole story was just like stupid. How did we not mention Sylvester Stallone? (laughs) We we didn't mention a lot of people, but uh, Sly getting. Sly catching the bad guy and having him cryogenically frozen and then him freezing himself to then be woken up later in the future. Mm-hmm. Where, and the the whole society was so kooky and fucking stupid. It was weird. They were such goody two-shoes, all of they, them. You, <laughs> it was you, like you, weird. You got fined for cursing. There were no guns. We'd be broke. We would be broke. There I were, curse more than you do. Uh, we would be super broke. But... uh there was no guns. There was no violence. Although it was like, I don't know. It, it was such a weird film, but it was one of those films where like Wesley, again, personality, mm-hmm. Wesley was able to be like, oh, you want me to be this blonde haired, you know, sadistic guy? I'll be uh, him yep. and, and I'll be able to just, you know, crack jokes the whole day. <laughs> Why does it not feel like it was a stretch from his personality? At all. At all. <laughs> What a good film. What Look, a- you want me to enhance who I am. <laughs> okay. But again, like that's the thing though, it's like at the like I don't like the story. Like at a yeah, certain the story point. Story is horrible. It's I, I tune out of the film. I I probably only watched the ending a handful of times. But the the scene where Wesley 
decides to go get a gun and he goes to the museum yeah and he's like <laughs> he's doing the karate kicks trying to break the wall he um he's cursing and realizing the fucking demerits it's like it's just it that stuff <laughs> is what i always remember those uh those fight scenes and um whatever yeah what's the movie that you took off to fit in demolition man desperado another good movie I actually I really like Desperado. It's not just because of Salma Hayek, but that's a big part. But um, Antonio Banderas, that might have been the first movie I saw him in. He's really good. I always feel like he's underrated. Yeah. Well, I think he he did those films, and then he, there was like, was he in the Spy Kids series? There was another series mm-hmm. he was in, um, and then he just started doing a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. But um, the whole. But then, mo- as a Hispanic man, he's going to get typecast, and yeah. they're not going to cast him because yeah. he's too dark and he's got an accent. And but that's it's it's crazy <laughs> because, like, the thing that bothers me with movies like that is, um, they they won't cast him because he's Hispanic, but then they won't admit that they wrote it for a white dude to be the hero. Yeah, but that's that's why. Like, did you did you write it with a white guy's accent? Like, what is a white guy's accent? Was it a California white guy, a Atlanta white guy? Well, you know New what Jersey you know what you know what's funny today. It sounds like a total aside, but I'll, I'll circle back. I promise. Today, on Facebook Memories, there was a thing that you had written um, where Jaden asked you how come white people or white men think that America means white. white yeah. You know? I saw that. That's, I think that's, that's the problem is yeah. when people assume it's a, every man, it's a white dude, yeah. clean cut, whatever, you know, and it, it's, every man is a lot of different shades, Pretty but, much. um, yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Desperado that's great is, uh, that's the first time I saw Antonio Banderas. It's definitely the first time I saw Salma Hayek, but it was, the director Robert Rodriguez, he went on to do, in he's done so much stuff. Um, I think he just did that film Alita, that came out with the 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 girl, the robot woman with the big eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, he the key to him was he was doing he was making bigger budget movies with like a a, a small budget. Yeah, I remember studying him in video class because the first film he did in that series was El Mariachi and it looks super low, low budget, but just the way he was able to make the action pop and, you know, the, the shots and everything like that was literally our video classes. The first time I saw that. And then Desperado was kind of, it was a kind of a continuation, but also kind of like a remix of the original film. Um, just the fact that dude had a guitar and he <laughs> unlatched the one part was a mad gun. And yep. he, that whole opening <laughs> scene was dope. Um, What's your number four? Uh, speaking of Sandra Bullock, uh-huh. Speed, one of my faves. I was I was itching to put that on. It didn't make my list, but it was I was itching to put it, that one on there. It's one of my go tos. Actually, all five of the movies on my list are kind of go tos that I enjoy yeah. and like, mm-hmm. and will still watch over and over and over now. Yeah. Um, but Speed was. I mean, who would have ever thought a city bus? Would have been would have been such an intricate part of a fast paced movie. Or you know, um, all the uh, the passenger, the other characters, they were they were like really good, and it all fit. 
you know, it just, it worked out really well in her and Keanu. I don't know why they did the cruise control, but anyway, um, <laughs> that was horrible. They should never have done that. Was, I tried to watch it for like 45 minutes. I was like, I cannot watch this on purpose. You know what that is? That's just, they're just trying to cash in. Just yes. like there was a uh, Steven Seagal did Under Siege. It was like Under Siege 2. Yep. Nobody cared Legally about, blonde, nobody two, cares yeah. about that stuff. Uh, but, you know, I think, again, Speed's one of those films and I'd seen Keanu do action before. Yeah, because I watched him in Point Break. Mm-hmm. Which I, was and great. I, I really liked that movie, and I think a lot of people slept on that. I remember. I know it was a great movie. I, we watched it together before. I really like. I I watched that movie a lot growing up too. It used to come on uh, the movie channel a lot. Um, but yeah, he was he was a because gr- my man's in it. Young Patrick Swayze. Well, yeah. He wasn't young. That was like yeah. That was a little later in his career. Mm-hmm. Compared to you know his heyday, but it was just it was a crazy plot. Um, Dennis Hopper was yep an actual madman. Um, the premise was cool. Dennis Hopper's character was really good. I also liked uh, Keanu Reeves. I can never remember the guy's name. His partner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then um, uh, the senator from Different World was the boss. Uh, what was uh fuck? What was I can his never name? remember his name. Was that your stomach? That was my stomach. <laughs> um, what was his name? I have no idea. And, I know, anyway. and I can see his face, so I know exactly who you're talking yep. about too. No, he was, but I remember like his um, his line was uh, because the bridge wasn't wasn't complete. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "It's finished on the map," and and they're. He's like, and they're like, it's it's not complete. The helicopter's up ahead, and they could see that it's not complete. And he mm-hmm. was like, everybody's fired. Everybody's fucking fired. And I just remember <laughs> laughing. I remember, because that. Um, that was back in the day when HBO would do a lot of those first looks, mm-hmm. and you got to see the behind the scenes. And I remember seeing them. Joe Morton. Joe Morton, classic. He did a lot back in the day. Um, Oh, Glenn Plummer. I forgot about him. He was in that. Yeah, yeah. He was a Jaguar owner. Yeah, yeah. yeah they tore up his Jag. <laughs> um, Jeff Daniels. That was, they did, they had this, was that the film? Yeah, they, some of the, the scenes with the, uh, with the, uh, the actually the scene we were just talking about, the unfinished freeway, they did a lot of those stunts. They, they would show how a lot of those stunts were made. Um, and I love seeing. I remember they did a lot of like making of the movies mm-hmm. for that making of the movie for that one. I remember that one, and I remember the Die Hard with a Vengeance one because they they did uh they used uh it wasn't like a full size subway train yeah for that one that was a smaller one I, I always, and that was a great scene that was a, that was an amazing scene because it, it 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 came off the tracks but like jumped up or whatever it almost made my list. Yeah, it didn't make my list, but it, it, it could. But it's a really good movie. It very well could. Probably if uh, if that, if I had done like a top ten. Yeah, it yeah. top ten. Top ten would have been a lot list. different. Yeah. Top ten would have been a lot different. Um. Okay, what's your number? It's another four. It's another kooky futuristic film that I watched. Let me let times. me guess. It's gotta be Terminator. No. No. Okay, then it's a uh, Total Recall. Yeah. See, I knew it. Total Recall. I know you film. how you are with those two movies. To, to, Total Recall is a great film. It the three tits just messed me up. Well, see, people always remember the three. T- the story's actually kind of deep, though. They, you 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 have a a company that 
is able to implant a memory mm-hmm. of or a thought of you going on a vacation when you're just chilling in a fucking place. Yeah. I All s- I remember is the part where they were without air outside the dome thing. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And her faces were contorted. It was like, ugh. To this day, I'm still not sure if it was a fantasy or if that was reality. Though, yeah. Which is the crazy part. I think you take from it either the confusion that you won't know yeah. or you or if you analyze it for whichever way is more comfortable for you. Yeah. There was a lot of... I mean, the, the whole idea that they're like... I mean, do you guys fantasize about three tits? Mm. No. That could be it. No. That's just... I think that's just some kooky shit when you're out there A lot there of space. kooky characters in there. Yeah, the one the one black dude that was a taxi driver and then like he, he had the... He was funny. He had... The, but he had the alien arm and it was like curled up under his shirt to hold on to the regular hand so he could pass as like a whole human. Wow. I'm not surprised about that. So I posted a poll just so you guys know what I'm talking about. I posted a poll on my personal Facebook. Which is a better show? Roseanne or a Cosby show? Mm. And Cosby show is winning 83% to 17 right now. Yeah. So we'll see. Again, I'm not surprised. Although John says one's a rapist, one's a racist. Put them together and you have a raspist or a rapsist. <laughs> Jeez. I don't, I, don't know. I don't even know. Okay. What's your number three? Blade. See, yeah. I, I think I like Blade. I don't rate it I as high. I love Blade. I feel weird not having it on my list because that's like an action packed. It is action packed. And I love the story itself. I love Whistler. Yeah. I love. Uh, uh, his character, Blade's character. Mm-hmm. I like the girl in it. Um, and, uh, you know, like they, they turned some of them into zombies that there's cops. There's like all these, you know, little, um, glowing signs around the city so they can figure out what's yeah. a safe zone yeah. and stuff like that for the, it's just so weird. And it's like, if you really, really think about it, you kind of like, damn, not, not that I believe there's vampires, but, it makes you realize there could be like a whole subculture. Yeah. Every, you know, just every which way that you look and you wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even realize what you're seeing, even though you're looking right at it because you're a, looking they, past it. They did a good job of building a world. Yeah. So, yes, absolutely. Um, and that is an, another action pack. The thing, every time I look at it, like some parts. I did of not it, know I wore two of the different, two different earrings. I guess nobody I else they were. Really. I thought they were the same earring when those I put them on. And those are definitely two different earrings. Did you notice? No. But I I didn't see you with the earrings on until I got home. No, I'm saying when you got home. No. Oh, see? Weird. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> some, of this, some of the stuff in that film looks so kooky to me after the fact, though. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> and I only know it's because I've, I've, I've had What's that. What's his name? Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. I've had. And I think at the time, Stephen Dorff being that film for a lot of people was just weird. Um, I think he he would, does that role really well, though. But like, he he plays crazy really well. <laughs> his his selection of films were definitely more uh, on like the indie arty type mm-hmm. style. So like him being in this this much of a blockbuster. It was, it was not even like because I don't even think they knew it was going to be a blockbuster when they were making it. But just like this, I don't want to say absurd, but it's like a very kooky, mm-hmm. you know, um, premise. It it definitely felt. I think when I was reading one oral history, they said it felt like it was really against type. They were almost surprised that he 
he latched on, but for whatever reason, he really latched on to the project. Um, but yeah, there's certain things that he does, and I'm like that. <laughs> I can't, it looks cool, but I like I also have like the way he, he was moving when he got the, the like he became the super vampire at the end or whatever. Yes, and it was like all like him trying to zip around and be all fast. Yeah, and he and, does that. Yeah, face, it's the one face where he's like pursing his lips like he's kissing something. Or the shot at the end where he jumps in the air and he has his arms up before a blade starts throwing. Mm-hmm. It just some of that stuff just looks so silly to me. But then I get I see uh, Wesley Snipes doing all that fucking sword work and kicking motherfuckers and and and, and shooting people <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. This this badass vampire guy is pretty cool. Why's my mom calling me? Probably to let you know she's home. Good answer. Hello? I just want to let you know I've got at home. You got home? What'd you get to eat? Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Just chicken? Huh? Just chicken? Chicken and mashed potatoes and some coleslaw. Good job. Huh? I said good job. Okay. All right, Mama. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. But yeah, Blade, fun times. Now, okay. where does where do where do you rank the other two Blade films? What other two Blade films? The two that came out. I don't know none about what you're talking about. You're a liar, <laughs> an actual liar. Your daughter watches those movies. Her taste doesn't count. Who put her onto the movies? Because we went to go see the first one. So. And what she randomly came home with? They are up there with Cruise Control and Legally Blonde too. Well, cause I think I think some people. The lo- second Blade movie wasn't they like bad. The, they liked the, the second th- one. The third one was like Rush Hour three. It was. Well, how was that bad? Yeah, it wasn't. How weird is that? It was weird. So like they had him falling in love with one of the. Vampires. Yeah. It was just all odd. Anyway. You may as Ryan Reynolds was in that. Mm-hmm. Trash. Um, my number three. I think this movie is probably up higher for more people, but. I don't know. Heat. You ever seen Heat? I heard of it. I don't think I've seen it. Heat was big for two reasons. One, it was um, one of the few times Al Pacino and Robert De Niro were mm-hmm. in a movie together. Oh, I have seen that. Yes. Yeah. And the other was because there's that big shootout from the robbery, mm-hmm. and it like mirrored a shootout that was like very similar, with like guys with automatic weapons in the streets of L.A. or whatever shooting the cops. Uh, but like those scenes looks so realistic and it's not just like kill him up it's like the standoff it's the you know oh shit I'm, I just got shot in my shoulder how am I going to get from here to there mm-hmm. Val Kilmer was amazing in that film um, I the only thing I didn't like is for a film that was touted with uh, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino in it they really only have like one scene together but the the heist aspect the uh the the story in the film it's 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 pretty good. I have to look at it again. I really don't remember. It's been decades since we I've have seen it, on, it. I think they recently took it off Netflix, but we have it on Plex. It it's also just feels like a long film. I feel like it's over two hours, um, and there's like there's a lot of plot and talking and stuff. But, twist, twist and turns. Yeah, a lot of people trying to fuck each other over. But Heat is up there with like just the large scale violence (laughs) 
Right auto, up your alley. <laughs> auto, auto, yeah, yeah. Automatic weapon violence. It's 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 a it's a good. You're one. such a nonviolent person, but you love to watch it on, on movies and stuff. Yes, yeah, so I, I mean that's what it's for, right? That's what all that shit is escapism. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not gonna shoot a motherfucker in the street, but in the house. Nowhere. I'm not going to shoot anybody <laughs> anywhere. Ne- I've never done it. Never will. But to you know to be able to watch it on screen and you know mm-hmm. especially if it's a film where it's like it's not just uh, I don't want to say like a blade, but like a film like you know like these situations don't happen because there's not like vampires and mm-hmm. stuff in the world. To be able to see like a real like what was that movie? I can't think of the name of it. The one, the one it was. I didn't really like it that much. It was uh, Fifty Cent was in it. Um, it was a Gerard Butler was in. It. I can't remember the name of the. Oh, film. um, okay, hold up. I have to look it up because I, I like cannot. The, I feel like there's a number in the title. Fifty Cent. It was fairly recently. Ice Cube's son was in it too. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. That was that felt like a new school heat, but it was also really that felt that movie felt more absurd because instead of doing it where it was like L.A. streets where they were pretty much blocked off, their major shootout was in it was a highway that was like in traffic. Hmm. The, oh. And the way that they were shooting, you would have thought more innocent people had died because those bullets were just going everywhere. <laughs> But I mean, like I say, he made it real, made it more realistic, and it was kind of like a, uh, a, a next level for action films, especially Ooh. at that time. So yeah, I definitely need to watch that because I definitely do not remember that. Yeah. I remember the the. I think I may have seen it, but I don't remember it. Which maybe I didn't see it because I feel like I would remember it if I. Yeah, I mean the one scene where they're because they all, they all have they just literally rob a bank and they've got big duffel bags. And they've also got like eight Ks, and the cops come, and they just start firing, and it's literally a shootout between the cops. It's like a bloodbath, or yeah, yeah. Really? It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty uh, nasty fight. It's a pretty nasty fight. How many deaths do you think? Because you know John Wick is like one hundred and ninety. It's not up deaths. there. It's it's not up there with the John Wick deaths at all. Um, just because there were only so there were there was a crew of guys, and it was like the LAPD, and again, this was like ninety six. Could you imagine being an extra on the John Wick show? I was death number six hundred and eighty two. I can't I cannot wait for you to see this film. <laughs> We're about a month. Because you know I love the first two. Yeah. We love- and I can watch them over and over and over and over. <laughs> so- and I'm, I'm watching this film like I wanna bring Jaden to this. And like it's very violent, but it's it's not again, it's not one of those films where it's like I can see this happening in real life, like one guy taking out Mm-hmm. X amount of people it just doesn't make it's 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 funny and it's it's absurd to a certain point. So, um, and again, I don't, he's not trying to go kill people. No, but you know, Jaden's thing though is a uh, it's funny because he really doesn't want to see any movies with violence. Yeah, but it's the swear words that bother him or nudity. If there's like a naked yeah. boob, he's like <gasps> yeah, and covering yeah, yeah. his. I'm like, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. But anyway, yeah, give it a couple of years. Maybe, give it a couple of years. We'll see. <laughs> give, give a year or two we'll see um what's your number what do you want two two yeah number two mm-hmm. one of the best movies one of the best movies. one of the best movies i love this movie one when you say one of the best movies one of the best action movies or just one of the best movies period one of the best action movies okay okay um i'll give you a hint uh-huh uh 
the bloopers at the end. Uh, I was going to, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Rush hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to be, I could stay watching a couple hours of the bloopers if they let me. <laughs> I really wanted to put Rush Hour. I had, to, I had to be real with myself, but mm-hmm. I really wanted to put Rush Hour on my list. To me, uh, for me, action movies are, um, most of them are just for, you know, it's a fun yeah. movie. And that movie is just fun from beginning to end. And it's fun on a couple, like it's fun yeah. on the Chris Chris Tucker level, but it's also fun on the Jackie Chan yeah. fight level And too. I think you kind of, you know, that was our introduction really, you yeah. know, on a, on a, a like a, a international scale for Jackie Chan mm-hmm. and Chris Tucker. I think like people knew them, I th- but yeah. they didn't really get to see what they could do until... That movie. I'd say Jackie had a, a couple years, but it wasn't that much because I think like Rumble in the Bronx might have been yeah a bit. But I because at, at that time he got that MTV award. But I think in terms of like mainstream, yeah, that's what I mean. And it was definitely for sure. I, you know, this might have been Chris Tucker's like third or fourth film, but it was like yeah, because he was in um Friday. Was he was in he was in Friday. Before. Um, but then he started doing like he did that Money Talks movie, and I feel like there was another. I forgot about that. There was another one that he did before Rush Hour, and he because he was he was bubbling when I was it was like ninety seven. I remember being in, I was like towards the end of my high school, and I'm like this guy's. I remember seeing him on Def Comedy Jam. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's got a little natural, and he's starting to uh, branch out into these random uh, action comedies. But Rush Hour was really that one. I remember when it. When it blew up, and they were talking about doing a second one, yeah, and then all of a sudden he wanted like a cabillion million trillion dollars. He needed that. His <laughs> his story is so weird though. It's, what do you mean? Like he made all of that money, and then what's the last time you saw Chris Tucker in a movie? Rush Hour was the last time I watched Chris Tucker in a movie. <laughs> I, I remember because I was. Or Rush Hour Three. <laughs> I was confused. I it, it was. It seems like he's never really gone on record to say exactly what was. Well, going he was on in a Michael though. Jackson video. Yeah, but that, that was the but, last thing. But I that's remember. what I'm like. He he got all this money, and I think it was a combination of uh, tax. Like he wasn't paying enough or something. So like it was. He was back and forth with money issues. Um, he also got. I don't want to say he got religion, but it's like he started, he'd like started going more to church, getting deeper into religion. So he was taking different roles, which would in turn inform, you know, how big, how, like he couldn't do the raunchy stuff, mm-hmm. the the dirty stuff that he was, you know, just five years prior. He, he's been in small things. Things you wouldn't expect him to be in, but he's not. I don't think he's anywhere near having um, another hit. Yeah. They. But maybe you know, maybe with the the turn he's taken in his life, maybe he's okay with that. You know, I think I think, I think you have to accept. You know, uh, if this is what I'm gonna do, and I want to be true to who I am now. That's facts. Yeah. You know, then that's that's what it has to be. That's facts. Doesn't mean you're happy with it. But the only problem is. A, they keep they keep they keep teasing a new, another Friday. At this point, he's not he's not going he's do not going to play that. And it wouldn't work without him. 
they recently, because Jackie Chan recently celebrated a birthday, and it was a picture of him and Chris Tucker, and they're both holding up four fingers. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, Rush Hour 4. Cause that they, shit ain't happening. <laughs> they've talked about Rush Hour 4, randomly mentioning it, and uh, Jackie Chan's people had to come out and be like, no, Mm-mm. it's not on the books at all. They they didn't deny why they did. I think they were trolling a little bit. Yeah. But um, it is. It was around April 1st. It wasn't that far off. It was around. It, 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 but <laughs> I think when you see that, it's just like with Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence. Anytime they get together, and they, because they're doing a new Bad Boys film now, but yeah. it was because for years <clears throat> you'd see a picture with them. Oh, we need Bad Boys 3, you know, Bad Boys for Life. Like, you know, that was. And see, I, I would. I would go see Will Smith and Bad Boy. I have no desire to see Martin Lawrence in anything. Yeah. I there's a video the other day. LeBron James has got a new color for his sneaker. Mm-hmm. It's influenced by like the purples and the and the yellows from the Martin TV show, mm-hmm. and it's got like you know the was up and all. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's got all like the sayings on the back on the heel or whatever. He and there's a video of Martin. He got gifted the shoes early. Think they come out this weekend um and uh just to see him in that video it's like i don't know i've always heard stories about how deep he was into drugs mm-hmm. or at least in terms of like doing like pcp and stuff like that but it really feels like he got sober and either got old or like lost a step like it's just it's a different martin i mean people change but it's definitely it's not like how will smith is Essentially the same person, just like twenty years older. I think he was like close to the edge. That's what it's. That's what it feels yeah. like. It feels like he took a big step back. Yeah. I don't want to say it's for the worse because hell, if he's healthy, you're it's, still it's walking better. this earth. Yeah. But you, I mean, it's again being someone. My who, knees hurt so bad. Take that other shot. Ugh. Oh yeah, let's do the shot. <laughs> Seeing Martin in his heyday and how insane he I was. Need you to do a shot to help my knees. Okay. Not a problem. It's it's awkward to see him uh, walking around now the way he is now. But I mean, hopefully, Bad Boys Three is good. Is but, he in shape to do Bad Boys? They're filming the movie now, so he's got to be. I don't know. He's got to be. But um, I never thought he was attractive. Like I remember thinking, what a fucking joke it was him being in um a thin line between love and hate. Well, yeah, but that and was- he's supposed to play this like. Casanova time. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't even look like that. But you got to remember, that was, it was his, his movie. That was his movie. He could cast himself to be whoever he wants you to know, be. And then the sidekick was Bobby Brown. I'm like, how fucking bad is this? Bad. Lynn Whitfield is the best part, and Regina King was the best part about that movie. Yeah, but that movie is bad enough for you to watch it <clears throat> any Sunday afternoon, evening when that shit is Because I like the two girls. You you like Lynn, Whit- <coughs> Lynn Whitfield trying to kill this little? I do like Lynn Whitfield trying to kill him for trying to look like a Casanova. Yes. Thanks. Um, a favorite circling back favorite scene from Rush Hour One. Every time he sings "War." Huh. Good call. <laughs> I like. That. <laughs> yes. Every time because Chris Tucker's face is just like, would you just stop? Just please, yeah. just. Yeah. But yeah, that um when he sings war and I would say it no offense to Chris Tucker, Jackie stunt scenes. No, Jackie kills it. 
Oh my god! Like he's like running up that that wall, and he mm-hmm. like he's in the corner. He's like, yeah, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> I know? still have to find a documentary of his uh, his compound and them showing him training for the stunts and whatnot, because that's all him. That, and that was always the yeah. biggest thing was he did. I think he did the majority of his own stunts. I remember when Chris Tucker was wanting the money. Yeah. He wanted to make the same amount of money that Jackie Chan was making. Uh-huh. Um, and at some point, I remember, I don't know if it was true or not, but I'm just saying, he felt like he was the bigger draw. Yeah. And, but you might be in the U.S., but internationally, yeah. you're not the bigger draw. Um, you have to be realistic, yeah. you know. And, but I remember a lot of people in the movie industry, like, were like, um, he's not doing all these stunts. No. He, you know, he's, he's running down the street. He ain't jumping walls and all this, you know, so you have, you can't do, you can't be younger and not being as physical as the older guy, you know, and, and think you're supposed to get, you know, cut off the same amount. Yeah. I think, I think the key is. And it's not saying his character wasn't, he's just as important to the movie. But you have to look at it. You have to look at it a certain way. If. Chris Tucker wasn't the guy in that film. And it was another funny person delivering those lines who mm-hmm. didn't have that celebrity. Jackie Chan was still the only one doing it, stunts. It, well, yeah. I'm not, not, but it, it would still essentially be the same film. If you had someone who wasn't Jackie Chan, a, a, a lesser name doing that stuff, I don't think it would be the same film. No. I don't no. think it'd be the same film. Jackie Chan is carrying that film. No, I and mean, that's maybe no, like a 60 40. I know? would say, I would definitely say a 60 40 because people are going, like the Chris Tucker stuff is great. I think people are going to that film for the action. I wanted to see the movie Jackie. for Jackie Chan. Yeah. I already yeah. knew who Chris Tucker was, yeah. I already knew who Jackie Chan was. Yeah. I wanted to see that movie because I wanted to see Jackie Chan. 100%. And I will say, the, the com- it, was, it was a cherry that Chris Tucker was in it. The comedy in Rush Hour 3 is not as good as what the comedy? action. What was the one bit? <laughs> they were... All I remember is her head being tattooed. They were cussing around the nuns or something like that. That was a really terrible film. <laughs> it really was. Nothing good about that film. Okay, what's your number two? I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if this is your number one. Hmm. <laughs> something tell me it's not on your list, though, which surprises me. Okay. Point of no return. It, it's not on my list. I'm surprised. Yeah, because you know I love that movie. I really, like for an action film for the 90s, I yeah. really liked that Bridget film. Fonda was fucking amazing. I had, I, I, something told me this wasn't on your and, list. Yeah, it wasn't on my, on, on my, on my list. I really like it, but um, in terms of, and, and I know it's under action movies, but I don't really feel like it had a lot of I think the action was Action, dope. yeah, it was really good. Well, she, and, she was sliding on the floor with the fucking gun or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in a dress and heels, no and less. Dress you know? and heels. Yeah. I mean, and I think the other thing is because it, it influenced that whole La Femme Nikita TV yes. show. And I only know that because they, when that got added to USA, every damn commercial break for Monday Night Wrestling was yep. La Femme Nikita. Yes. And I think she did all her own stunts too. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the fact that they did that and then it was like, was all the music Nina Simone? Which is a huge part of the ring. Yeah, pretty much all the music was Nina Simone. Yeah, I, I 
Like there's films like and it fits the movie so well yeah, in the way yeah. that they the way that they like laid out the 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 feel mm-hmm. and the vibe for that movie. Nina Simone's music totally fit so well into it. I love the story of the, it. I was going to say the story of yeah. it is really the key. You know, and it's again that there could be this whole other entity in society that you just you don't know don't know about. Yeah. You know. I bet. Oh, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you should watch Point of No Return. I, well, I always wonder. And then watch through your windows because they might be gunning for you. Ooh. I always wonder if people are paranoid for these things because there are movies or there are movies for these <laughs> things because, because people well, are par- paranoid. I think it's for, feeding like, the paranoia. But like, is it feeding the, like, there's so many movies where there's like espionage and spies mm-hmm. and, you know, these, these sleeper agents. Well, you, if you listen to conspiracy theorists and some peop, idiotic people, they're like, no, there's movies like this for a reason because this is what happens. Yeah. Based on what? No. Writers write shit. They make shit up 24-7 to yeah. try to get you to buy it. Yeah. To try to get you to buy and pay to listen, watch, or read their story. So it's the s- same thing. Musicians do it. Writers do it. So you're saying it's not a junkie that got pulled up in this secret <laughs> organization and <laughs> made her a, a whole I'm saying it assassin? could be possible. Just like there could be a god. Damn, man, you 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 blew up all the shots. So I don't know, you know, but I'm 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 content in saying, I don't know. John Wick is real. John Wick is oh, he's badass. He's the he's the boogeyman, the Baba Yaka. <laughs> what's your number one? What do you think is my number one? I don't think you would think that this is on my list. You already had a rush it's my, hour. A, it's one of my absolute favorite movies ever. You, you don't have point of no return. I'm assuming there's no diehards on on, nope. on your list. You already mentioned speed. It's a Steven Seagal movie. Nope. It's a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> a '90s action film. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger, True Lies? No, no Arnold Schwarzenegger is on my list. Uh, you already mentioned Blade. What the fuck? Is it Necessary Roughness? No, but that's a good one. I'm not watching. I actually need to get that movie for our collection. I really like Necessary, necessary Roughness and The Program. The program's good too. Yeah. Um, that that white boy, he had all he had the the face paint and then he fucked his like I don't know what your number one is. I'll give you a hint. Uh huh. Natalie Portman. See, okay, that's a movie that I really like and I didn't put on my list. The professional. Yeah, that's a movie that, that I that is I really one like. of my yeah. all time a but forget category. It's just one of my all time favorite movies, yeah. period. It's Jean Reno is just absolute perfection in that. She's perfection in it. It's another, very, another great story. Uh, Gary Oldman, fucking amazing. Facts. Um, I almost was going to put uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula Ooh. on my list. Is that action action? Uh, and that's why I was like, I think it's got a lot of action, but yeah. then it doesn't. I don't know. So yeah, I left it's, off. But it's, it's, it's Keanu and him are both amazing. Word. In that. And then, uh, what's her name is also in it? Um, 
from Beetlejuice. What the hell's her name? Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah. But yeah, Natalie Portman, 12 years old. Yeah, it was, People got really upset, though. They said it was like, uh, it was like a sexual relationship between them, but it absolutely yeah. was not. There was at no point did, were they... I think people read people read into that more. Yeah, and if you read it into it, it's because that's you. Yeah, there's it, no R. Kelly situation. He genuinely no. like cared for her mm-hmm. in more of a uncle, big brother, yes, thing than any type of sexual attraction. And um, and it, and, it, and it was informed by the situation, you know. Yes, I, if he hadn't come across her in that situation, yeah, she knocked on his door looking for help because she just watched, you know, saw her family get slaughtered. Mm-hmm. By Gary Oldman and his other cops. And, yeah. um, you know, now, look, conspiracy theorists, that one might be more true. So here you go. <laughs> because it's dirty. It's just dirty cops, you uh-huh. know. So you hear about that all the time. So 100%. Um, Danny Aiello's in it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so it's a really good cast. Mm-hmm. I love the story. Um, he... Just you know, he he dies for her at the end. Yeah. And then um, alert. you know, and then Gary Oldman gets it. Word. But good. Gary Oldman, yeah. And he's like, This this is um from Matilda, mm-hmm. which is her name. Yeah. And and then he dies and Gary Oldman opens his hand and there's a grenade <laughs> with no key. Yeah. Boom. Blows the whole so, shit up. And then, you know, so it, and you know, she's going to go on, but it's kind of like you, I almost wish there was a 20 years later, Matilda, Matilda, the professional, you know, something, you know, but you know, instead of Leon, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's absolutely one. I think the movie is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. I love the movie. I could watch it 50 times a day and, and not get bored. So good film. There were a couple. Did you remember it, or did for your list, or you didn't consider it? I remembered it. I, I these movies in terms of an action film, it's weird because like there's movies like uh, Pulp Fiction I could have considered for this, but it, I, it's not on my list. Um, True Romance with with another True uh, Romance was good. Another Gary Oldman mm-hmm. performance. I he's amazing. He's a great actor. He's really really good. What's okay. her name? Was in that? Wasn't she? Um, Patricia Arquette. No, I'm thinking about the wrong person. I'm thinking of, uh, what's her name from, um, Halloween? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, she, Jamie Lee Curtis was True in True Lies. She was in True, True Lies. Lies. That's what it was. True Romance was, uh, Patricia Arquette yes. and, uh, Christian Slater and yes. Gary Oldman. Um, there was another film I was just thinking of that was going to make the list, but it wasn't. Yeah, there's certain films that, like, I really appreciate. But when I think of, like, when I think of action, for the most part, it's not those films. And I, I remember watching Leon and approaching that in a different way. Um, it was just more just like a beautiful indie. It really is. It's 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 wonderfully shot. Um, there's a great story in between. I mean, it starts with a, a shit ton of violence in like a really yeah. small area. Um, but I, the, the, and, I, and I'm not even trying to discount it as being a, an action film. It's just, you know, my personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I hold those in a different realm. But that's a great film. I don't know where that's streaming. But if you've not seen it before, it's a good one. I remember. If you're a film buff yeah. at all, 
that's I, when you should really, I you will, really should take the time to watch it. It's funny because I kind of got roundabout into covering movies and TV. But when I think back a lot, like watching, I, I mentioned earlier, watching the movie channel, which mm-hmm. was like a spinoff of Showtime. It, Sunday nights, it showed a lot of that stuff. I remember I wasn't supposed to be up and I'd be like staying up. Because <laughs> they would like they would put Leon, Leon on at like 10 o'clock yeah. on a Sunday night. And I would catch at least like the first 45 minutes before going to bed. I'm like, damn, this is really good. And I would tape it and then watch it like later in the week or whatever. Um, but I remember like... A, shouts to VCRs. Yeah, shouts to VCRs. <laughs> but it's, it's like it's films like that that really help inform for anybody under 20 listening to this podcast first is it 20 you should not be uh listening to this we cuss too much but you should google vcr so you know what we're talking about 20 20 is a good age because you figure maybe a little older like 99 was around the time when dvds started to creep Mm -hmm. but they weren't on a mass level at all but you would have i would say maybe 25 yeah, I would think uh, Jaden probably doesn't know what a VCR is. Jaden would not know what a VCR was. He would not know what a a, v, a, a VCR tape is. No tape. Right. What's your numero uno? My number one is Terminator Two: Ju- Judgment Day. That... So that's two Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in the top two spots. No, he wasn't top two. Was it? Didn't you say Total Recall? Total Recall was number four. Four. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, this is the ultimate film. The first Terminator was. Is this the one where? This is the, the only where they took her out of the hospital. Yes, this okay, is. This I is, like this one. Like the ter- Terminator, the first Terminator movie, you can watch it if you want to get like the backstory. <laughs> this is legit the only Terminator movie you need to see. <laughs> All of the stories there, you know why these these fucking what cyborgs. What's her name? Linda something. Um, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Connor in the film. Yes. Th- that whole scene with the with the the liquid metal dude coming through the mm-hmm. the thing, the fucking uh, the whole part of them trying to escape the hospital. Is the really hospital good. scene was insane. Yep. She beat up the fucking the cop or whatever. And she jacked. She him. she was fucking up everybody. She, she I mean she was low key out of her mind, but she also knew like my son's out there and yeah. I gotta protect him. The whole scene with uh. When Arnold Schwarzenegger finds the kid in the mall and he's fighting the the dude and they're they're like he's got the gun he's got the shotgun in the the thing of roses and he starts shooting at him but when they're on the bike they're on his motorcycle and they're being chased by the the the, the eighteen wheeler in the fucking uh in I don't even know what they're called they're like they look like reservoirs where water would be but they're, they're oh, not the aqueduct the aqueduct and the things coming off the fucking bridge and mm-hmm. jumping into the aqueduct that shit's amazing there's you should see your face right now <laughs> they're, like they're, so excited there's so many good moments in a film that like if you're into conspiracy theories and into like these deep sci-fi stories it also has that and it, it's it, not you're like right. it's, it's, all, it's all sci-fi too it's, yeah. it's and it's not just like Huh, well, there's robots. Like, there's like, there's weird little things, and it all connects back to the film and all this other shit. And mm-hmm. t- talking about fate or destiny. It, I don't know. Those movies are ill. Those movies are really ill. <laughs> um, again, it's like another like badass woman, mm-hmm. you know, who gets to shine. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's there. 
I'm actually mad I didn't put point of no return in my in my list now. I actually I didn't think surprised. about it. I, was I actually s- didn't think about it. Well, that's why I, I was like, because you were like, I'm done. I'm I like, have... let me go. Like, I still got to fit, fit, fiddle through. I probably would have replaced Blade. With point of no return? Yeah. Blade's or, a very or, solid I action I would have replaced, no, I, I probably, but I'm saying I would have took that one out. Mm-hmm. Or Rush Hour. Because speed, I really like. I can just watch it over and over and over. I really wanted to put Rush Hour on my list, but I ended up not <laughs> Long Kiss Goodnight, I absolutely love. Yeah. No, that makes that sense. That would have gave me, but I actually noticed, um, I didn't realize it until I'm looking at it right now. Long Kiss Goodnight, Speed, and The Professional. I actually have three women uh, right there. So uh, Point of No Return would have gave me <laughs> the majority, four out of five 100%. on my list. 100%. Yeah. No, I'm mad I didn't pick it. I mean, okay, so we're going to not do this podcast, and we're going to re-record. I don't think that's what's and, happening no? <laughs> I think together we have a very strong... Did we pick of, any of the same? No. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. Between, like, normally we have something. Yeah, one or two. Usually it's like one or two things. Not yeah. necessarily... Sometimes in the same spot, but Yeah, not which is weird. <laughs> but, but, uh... Yeah, I had something told me uh, this was going to be a little different between yeah. the two. Yeah, and we do we don't really like a lot of the same. You say that, but I don't think that's true. No, I mean I think we like the same genres of stuff. Yeah, but we don't, you know, hold them in the same. I th- top five. <laughs> I th- I think the thing is we like the same genres. I think there are more movies that you like that I'll watch, and I know there's stuff that like. I like that I won't even put on when you're around because it's not something you're I'm be so into. freaking picky with yeah. what I watch and it annoys me because sometimes I feel like there's like I couldn't believe I watched that Netflix movie today. I'm so, you and, talk, I know. And the thing is you when you mentioned I was like wait I know it was a uh, fuck who's in that movie? It was like Kieran and Shipka or somebody? Yeah. Yeah, I cuz I, I remember seeing I saw the, the It just came out this week. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember seeing it. It was on somebody on a train. They had the page before they clicked on it to yeah, watch so or whatever. The, what I was seeing, and the reason I watched it is because I kept seeing people online saying they copied off of The Quiet Place. Yeah. But then I saw um, that it looked like production started while just before Quiet Place yeah. came out. So, uh-huh. like, I mean, they would have already had to have been trying to copy it right then and there, which is not not saying it's not possible, but it's actually after a, a book. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't see A Quiet Place, but mm-hmm. this was, uh, so there's like these mini pterodactyl type things and they escape from some cave in Pennsylvania. Wow. And, um, and they, the way that they hunt people down is by sound. So that's A Quiet Place. Okay. And there's a deaf girl. Wow. Yeah. That is a quiet a daughter. Place. Yeah. And so that family winds up being able to survive because they know sign language from her. That really sounds like yes. a quiet yes. place. Yes, see, and, this, and I don't even know, quite, I've never seen it, but I know it from other people. Fuck, I wish and, you'd watch A Quiet Place first. Well, I'm going to watch A Quiet Place this week. I want to compare the two. I'm going to assume <clears> you're going to be like, yeah, A Quiet Place is a much better film. So, Well, this one was like, uh, they were laying eggs and like eventually there was like these things overtook the planet but they couldn't deal with cold with cold weather okay so all the humans had to go north uh, and so to try to you know so the girl you know there's a lot of 
deaths and it's it's kind of gory and shouts out Kiernan Shipley. It, it very much it was like um remember that movie the the day after tomorrow when yeah. the the polar vortex thing came down oh, that's what it's people, that's yeah it's kind of silence uh, sounds like a a, <clears throat> a mashup of a quiet place day after tomorrow and like jurassic park yeah you're not wrong a quiet place you should watch a quiet place you should you should watch jim halpert yes because you know i like him so what was what was emily blunt's name in devil wars prada uh emily you should watch jim halpert save emily and his family (laughs) um or attempt to save them in a a quiet place good film oh why say attempt because the whole movie's about trying to stay safe. But you said attempt, like he didn't succeed. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I mean, if I say he succeeded... I'll still watch the movie. It won't stop me from watching anything. But that's a spoiler. Yeah, and, well, I just gave spoilers and... Well, not really, because I didn't tell you who the characters are, so... I'm not watching this film. Yeah, I want you to watch it. Fine. I'll watch it because Kieran and Shipka's in it. Is okay. she good in it? Yes. And uh, speaking of Devil Wears Prada, the guy that was um, in Devil Wears Prada. Which one? The That worked with her and got her to change her look. Stanley Tucci? Yes, he's in it. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's the dad. Of her? Mm-hmm. This is going to be really bad. I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> but I like Stanley Tucci. He's a great actor. Yes. And... Kiernan Shipka. He was the reason I, I was like, uh, watch it because he's in it. Kiernan Shipka is the one who's the star of the Sabrina show on Netflix. Mm. But, uh, which just had a second season. I'm not watch, I've watched one episode of. Anyway, um, those were our picks for 90s action mm. movies. So, what do you guys think we, uh, well, what do, what do you guys think Chris screwed up? I, and shit, my, <laughs> list, my list was great. It's only th- yours. Thumbs up for my entire list. Um, even though I forgot to yeah. point it over Jordan. Th- thumbs up on a list that you're like, <laughs> yeah, I should have put a different movie on. Yeah. Well, which movie do you think I should have took out for pointing over time? Let me see your list again. I would have taken Blade out. See. Putting, yeah, I would have taken Blade out. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't even realize I gravitated towards this, the ones with the strong female. Makes sense. The, the 90s were, uh, contrary to popular belief, the 90s were a little more progressive than we, we like to remember. There you go. They weren't making the same amount of money. No, well, that's the other thing. Yeah, it wasn't that progressive. Leon was definitely more indie. Point of no return. I think that, that got a re- uh, like a, a general release. I don't know how yeah. big that movie was. <clears throat> And a um, lot of people I know have never heard of it, don't know about it. Yeah, like, yeah. And it, that's another one. It's filmed beautifully. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely uh, stylized. Mm-hmm. Shit, that scene where, was it like, was it Mardi Gras? Mm-hmm. When she was, you know, that was like her first real big hit with the other dude? Yeah. Yep. I'm about to watch that at some point soon. Shoot the people soon. with the wigs on. Might need to watch that at some point soon, just saying. Okay. All right, on that note, we'd like to take a moment to thank all of our sponsors that we don't have. Go ahead, crickets. Terrible. No, you have to fill in the crickets. I mean, I'll fill them in in post. I can't fill them in right now. Well, we have to be silent for a second. Okay. Okay, good. All right, so. I'll put crickets under that whole bit. (laughs) On that note, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Mwah.